Welcome to What We Are Watching. I'm Catherine. I'm Liz. I'm Ed. And John. Okay, so let's get right into it. Everybody brings a show or, you know, a movie or more than one. And we talk about them and that's what we're watching. Okay, so... A very simple premise. It's pretty It's pretty simple. <laughs> I mean, the, the problem is if you're watching a ton, a ton of stuff, things right. in progress, things you've just started or whatever, it can be hard to decide what to like bring to the group to recommend slash talk about. I'm going to start off with Abbott Elementary. Oh, brand new. Oh, God. It's so fun. Half hour comedy. It's on ABC, which also is on Hulu. So you can, you know, go old school, watch it straight off the network. or you can... With commercial breaks? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what the DVR is for. Fast forward. Anyway, I just started it, um, you know, because it's dropping one at a time. So I think they have... Uh five, maybe six episodes out at this point. So you point. have to be patient. Huh? Yeah, it's kind yeah. of a dragola. Yeah. Very familiar format, sort of like The Office, you know, a little bit of a like, oh, we're doing a faux documentary. Are they actually doing something similar to The Office where there's a camera crew following? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, So got the it. premise is for sure that like, oh, there is a crew here. We are aware of them. We also do Speak little directly to them. We okay. do little sidebar interviews nice. about whatever's going on or whatever. We were like, "Ooh, I thought that was going to work, and it did not," or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that exact format from both The Office and Parks and Rec. The energy of it feels a lot like Parks and Rec, though. Ah. Like you know how. Um, the Office was sort of like, yeah, yes, it was a comedy, but there was a lot of like mean spirited and un- uncomfortable, like that a lot was of, a lot of employment. Well, and also, yeah, yeah like, just, they're like, just like at work. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, this is set at an elementary school, and it's basically about the teachers, and you know, it's a, it's kind of a struggling school atmosphere, mm. and they have a principal who's really, um, I don't know that this is the right job for her, but boy, she is. Funny. Almost like a Michael Scott. Yeah, but in a, a, I mean, you know, out of her depth, but like real confident and really a mover shaker and making all these decisions. And every (laughs) one of them is questionable. It's uh, it's very fun. And the main girl, this is actually one of my favorite parts about the show. um, Quinta, uh, I don't know how to say her last name. I'm going to say Brunson. I know her from the Black Lady Sketch Show, which was an HBO oh, that's a great comedy show. show. Oh, yeah. so great! Yeah, and um, she uh, she's this little teeny black comedian, and she wrote it, and this is her show. So she's like one of the she's the main focus teacher. Good for her, yeah, and um, so I love it. And you know how the, there are those shows that are like, oh, that's a very enjoyable time. That's what this is. It's thought provoking, but in a very fun, light way. Lisa Ann Walters, who I follow on social and who um, was a guest on another podcast we did called Ask Jillian, uh, she's on it, right? She is so great. Oh, good. It's, I, one, it's awesome. Yeah, she's uh, very fun. It's good to see her, too, because I love just watching her. So it's nice to like, yeah, get on a show. She's and, very confident. Yeah, actress, and Abbott Elementary is doing really well. So that's the other thing. Oh, I heard it was doing like fantastic. Exa- which is also great. They're getting good grades. They're, oh, oh. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, yeah, bad um, one. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a fun setup, and she's one of the you know it's a school, so there's probably supposed to be twenty or thirty teachers, but we're really focusing on like five or six. Oh wait, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Oh, she is a delight. Oh my, she's so good. She's another really. She's, yeah, a, I'm so happy for her to have a hit because she's been around a long time, and always 
knocked it out of the park. Oh, anything yeah. Anything she's ever been in, like Elisa Ann Walters. So to have something that's doing well is like, yeah. Yeah, no. And love she's, it. I mean, she's so great. She's doing just, I mean, you know, there. It, it's very well cast. It's very well written. It's very fun and light. The other standout is, I don't know if you guys remember um, Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, the kid from that, Tyler James Williams, who has also recently had a run on uh, The Walking Dead. I don't know if it... Any, oh, really? Yeah, he did. You're he still had, watching that. I like it. Well, I'm... Um, it's it, one of Catherine's favorite shows. Stop. I okay. got freaked I out can't. and bailed at it's, a certain point. It's the, the level of grossness I got stuck in that hard. prison and I never got out. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a, the phenomenon in, in my viewing life, which is... That there are shows that I watch by myself. There are uh-huh. shows that I watch with my husband, Eric. There are shows that I watch with John, my brother, who comes over and we'll watch. Not me. Shut up. And we'll watch shows together. And then there are shows that I watch with my daughter, which inevitably end up on hold for a really long time because she's like, I don't want to do anything right now except watch YouTube. And you're like, oh, God, please watch a show with me. <laughs> and then I can't watch it because I'm waiting for her. But, um, yeah, so Walking Dead, uh, John and Eric, so – brother and husband they watch it and i it's watch that for a long time and but also i'm like around and so i know what's happening just kind of like you don't brainlessly wander around while they're like watching it. a zombie show I'm, yeah I, it's too <laughs> zombie. yeah it, so this tyler james williams uh tyler james williams i don't know if it was a full season but he had a a an arc and I am aware of him from, you know, he was a child actor essentially. Mm-hmm. He was he was um the main like it was a Chris Rock uh sort of stand in part in Everybody Hates Chris. Right. Sort of about so his like, childhood. Yeah, right? he was like mm-hmm. a kid. Okay. Um so it was neat to see him, you know, grown up and doing stuff because he's doing stuff, but sometimes you're not watching it is or he aware in of it. Abbott Elementary? So he is he comes in in the first episode as like the new teacher. And you know, oh, I love it. It's he's great. He's supposed to be a substitute, and he's kind of like deciding. Oh, I might want to stay here. I might like this girl, and I might. It's it's very fun. He's anyway, Jim. He's a little Jim. <gasps> the but parallels. I know, well, but like you know, what I love about than Dwight. I mean, Dwight's awesome, but still. Yeah. Well, Dwight. I mean, might be my favorite. <laughs> not to, Kelly. Not to be controversial, but it's like you know, when you talk about Jim, it's like. Jim is the nice guy, and everybody wants Jim and Pam to work out and all that. It's like, um, you know, I don't like this jerky prank vibe. So, I mean, yes, Dwight was a jerk, but actually, Jim was not a super nice guy. Oh, I loved it. All right. Okay. Anyway, mm. so it Whatever, was. Never Big Tuna. It's also a great character. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so very fun, great cast. Some faces you will recognize, yeah. others you will not, but they'll be I feel like they're gonna be names like traditional sitcom half hour yeah. ABC uh, yes huh? uh, oh. no laugh track it's I mean you know it's very much like the officer parks and rec nice. it's like single camera in the location lots of kids doing versus like goofy little the things. set vibe of like mm-hmm, the friends for sure. it's a classic okay for sure okay um so you know that was nice to give a little love to a network show because of nice. course we watch a ton of streaming stuff so it was nice to be like, hey, yeah, you know, don't forget about and it's the network. A huge They're, hit. That's awesome. That's great for them. I'm I'm very happy for them. And you know, 
streamable on Hulu mm-hmm. with commercials or without, depending on, you know, what level of Hulu you're doing <laughs> or whatever. How it fancy you are. how low your Hulu is. How low can you Hulu? Okay. Um, <laughs> so good. I was also going to talk about another network show just because I felt like I could pair these guys up. Mm. Um, Ghosts, which is on oh, CBS. Yeah. yeah. So that's also a half hour I missed comedy. it. What just happened? Just something just passed by me. I, I, oh, what, was, no. what did you oh, say? Oh, no. Oh, brother. Oh, brother, brother. That's that's true. Ghosts. Uh All right. Ghosts. So um, the main woman in it, Rose MacGyver. I think just MacGyver. Not not an expert of escaping like MacGruber or MacGyver, (laughs) but just MacGyver. MacGyver. I'm adding a letter. Is that what's happening? Some of the letters escaped from her name. And now it's just MacGyver. Well, whoops. Okay, whatever. She was on iZombie, which oh, I... Oh, which you loved. I loved iZombie. It was such a fun conceit that she, you know, was accidentally turned into a zombie. And then, like, look, it, it, go watch it. It's great. I don't know where it's available because also, I Also, like, plan great on talking comic book it, but... art involved in the whole series and... Oh, yeah. The design of nice it. Nice lampooning of sports energy drinks. Ah, oh, so good. Oh, so, so, many, so many good elements. Um, yeah, that... that was a very fun show and so it's really nice to see her doing something which also i think she's either australian or new zealand what is it john is she i don't know (gasps) how dare you she's not a zombie that's the most important thing okay well she's new zealand a new zealand actress oh there you go there you go and it's i mean you don't get to hear it in this because i love a new zealand accent it's probably my favorite accent in the world um she's just playing an american so but uh she's great and then the setup essentially is that her and her husband have inherited this old house, this giant mansion, and um, bum, they, bum, bum. Uh-huh, they're going to renovate it and turn it into a and b Great idea. Sure. And then she has a near-death experience and now oh. can see that the entire house is infested with ghosts, who are all very fun characters. Oh. So it's already a, a G&B. Ghost, uh, ghost, <laughs> ghost, ghost and breakfast. <laughs> now, it's very fun because the complication is that the ghosts are like not wanting a whole bunch of people in the house. They're like, at first they're trying to sabotage this whole so plan. So a little Beetlejuice vibe. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- good good take on yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but very fun. They're, you know, the ghosts are uh, a wide range because they're from different eras. So we've got a Viking and we've got a hippie and we've got a soldier. Well, the ads for it looked very cute and it looked like a big fun ensemble cast, which is always great. Okay. Those were my two. And by the way, iZombie, you can watch on Netflix. Oh, great. Oh, nice. Then yeah. Great. Yeah. Watch that too. And there were five seasons, I think. So... That's a good sort of, you can get into something. Oh, There's yeah. There's some meat there. Yeah. yeah. And they did do, they, I mean, each season they really had great overarching stories, but each episode has a story where she, you know, inhabits a different character because whatever the conceit is, whatever brain she eats, then Ooh. she kind of turns into I, that person a little bit. Oh, well, she was very good. She was very fun. As an extra show, let's just talk about iZombie for another five minutes. Uh, I do have one more thing to add to that mm. uh, conversation, though. Not being a food show watcher, I don't really watch like the the makers of the food or like the going to the restaurants of the yeah, awesome like place foods. I just missed mm-hmm. out on all of that. I don't know why. I started mm-hmm. with Hell's Kitchen and then I dropped off and didn't come back to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> However, the element of that show 
was right in the exact same time period where all those shows are getting really popular, there was a specialty cooking thing that happened in every single episode. I don't know if you remember that kind of Oh, no, I oh. do. But it was, it was really zombie? entertaining, but for like about two minutes of every episode. That's how much I could do. Yeah, take. they would do like oh. a cooking sequence, like a food sequence. Like she would get whatever the brain was, well, and then a, she'd make some fun recipe with the brain. It a, was very there's fun. There's a gimmick in the show that uh, you lose uh, your sense of taste if you become a zombie. So you definitely have to like zhuzh it up with like spices and stuff. Yeah. And, so it was like, really entertaining sauce. to watch, it was, it but was, it was always like chunks of brain, and you're like, "That's I'm, a really cool looking." That's a, delicate, <laughs> a, a delicacy in some. Uh, well, they definitely did. I, if I'm remembering this correctly, in the very beginning, it was a little more like real looking, and then it got really cartoony looking brain. It didn't look as like probably real. because people were having <laughs> repulsive like, no, reactions. Yeah. Don't worry about it. They it's, did a little bit of the first season in a bubble, and then they found out, oh, people don't want to actually see zombies eating brains. Oh, okay. So like a like a show like that's not a, not a true to life show. Yeah, okay, yeah. we can do that. We can scale it back fun a little. Fun brains. <laughs> fun brain eating. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, gosh, you were kind of on the traditional. Um, I did. I did. Well, I purposefully was like, you network. know, I'm watching some network shows and they're rolling right now. So we might as well talk about them right now. Because, you know, a, typically a streaming show, we might bring it up once we've streamed the whole thing, you know. But this is like, well, these are in Very progress. Very nice. Great. Uh, all right. Like the old style television watching, you have to wait until the next week for another episode. In some circumstances, I do like that. Otherwise, I just burn through stuff so fast. Mm. It yeah. is nice to like be forced the, to pace. And at yeah. the same time, we all kind of let a little bit build up on our DVR so we can do a mini binge. Um, I, I constantly forget how long television shows are. So uh, my first one that I'm bringing to the table, which is a doozy. Uh, is Euphoria. I started watching season two. Ooh, I was not ready for this episode, but it is ju- it's right on the same page. Like all the characters have not learned anything from season one. Fantastic. As an oh, audience geez. member, you're just like, great. <laughs> Wait, are they still teenagers? <laughs> they okay. have not aged. Surprisingly, they are all still 25-year-old teenagers. Yeah, I was going to say, are any of them actually if, teenagers? Yeah, any some of them are. Some of them are. Yeah. Some are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, having just gotten back into that series a, a quick recap at the top of the series I was like oh yeah oh yeah there's these all these great moments what was so bad about this show starts off and you know no spoilers but it starts off flashing back to a previous time period telling somebody else's backstory mm. i'm like okay this could be interesting this where this is going man they're just telling me that this guy is going to be tough aren't they they're just setting me up for a backstory of this guy's already tough i don't need more toughness oh he's so much more tougher than i thought okay credit due where it goes and are we is this we're back to now now is this now now this is terrible oh man the show <laughs> so i'm looking forward to a season's worth but just like the show that you were watching oh which ghosts or abbott both, elementary both or, shows mm-hmm. uh they are very different no no i only meant the air schedule <laughs> the hbo max is a air schedule and it doesn't have all the episodes out yet. Right. So I'm I'm on I'm ready like after this I'm going to go finish watching that. Watch the next one cuz there's like two or three ready. Yeah, I I'm, I'm watching Ooh. it. Yeah. yeah, but you um, can't you can't actually burn through the whole thing, right. which is actually kind of good. And I do think depending on if you have a kid anywhere in the age range of this show, it might 
freak you out a little more. I mean, my son will be starting high school next year, and oh my God. It's alarming. Yeah, and I have had friends whose kids are in high school, and they are just like freaked out watching it in some ways. So because it's very adult, you know, topics put in the world of basically high school. You know, I hadn't thought about it in this context, and we're uh, uh, going through uh, some old clips of a podcast that we uh, had been working on for the past two years, and Holly Robinson-Pete had come up um, when she was talking about all the topics that they brought up on 21 Jump Street. Mm. And I'm like, almost in the same way, it is touching on so many hot live topics in every teenager and 20-something-year-old's lives. It is a challenging show to get behind a character because they're all making bad choices. But it is like in the same capacity, really like talking about some really serious, really topical, really timely issues. And I heard that all the, I mean, because I'm not watching it because I'm too scared. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I heard the performances are just amazing. I mean, oh, like, yeah, just everybody by uh, Zendaya, because she's Rue. Yeah. The uh, 17-year-old sort of lead. She's a lead actress, the main character. She's she's outstanding. And uh, I think one of the interesting things is because I didn't watch season one when it first came out. I watched it a couple months ago because I knew the season two was coming up. So I did binge watch most of that. Oh, man, I needed to take a break sometimes. So I'm really appreciative of the slow release of the schedule because oh, I, I need yeah, a break yeah, every yeah, once in yeah, a while. Yeah. It's been some serious moments where you're like, okay. I need a, I need a moment to yeah, process. I mean, so, yes. You're going to make a bunch more mad, bad choices in the next episode. I need to get over these ones before we go down that road. But that's what teenagers do. I mean, so the main characters of Rue and Jules um, and their sort of love story of both a friendship and other layers and levels are, you know, you can look back to your own high school experience. You know, now we social media and cell phones and everything that exists today that factors in. Super heightened. Holy moly. Like I said, I have had many friends who are like, I'm afraid to watch it or I am watching it and it's freaking me out. Eric Dane, I love. Oh, Eric Dane, yeah. McSteamy is in it from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. His, mm-hmm. whoa! Yeah, he's, he's... Holy mackerel, his whole story arc. Um. But well, he's the dad of one of the characters, right? Yes, Nate's dad. Nate's one of those characters. Is that the same kid from Kissing Booth? Possibly. Oh, Why don't you look it up? I am dibs up. Uh, you know who else I love, and she's been doing interviews? Maud Apatow. Oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. I mean. She's been fantastic in any, anything I've ever seen her in. Yeah. Uh, and I can't wait for an entire career's worth of that actress. She's fantastic. I think she she has the capability for that long of a run. I mean, there's depth there. I mean, I don't think we're going to get it. She's going to get behind the camera. She's going to start writing Probably. some stuff. Probably. In her 30s, she we're never going to see her again. She's going to be like, oh, I just did I this should, I hope not, because she's a good actress. And, you know, she, you can tell they they thought that as well, because from season one to season two, because I am I think it was an episode ahead of you, Ed. I'm so sure you are. So won't do any spoiler alerts. Um, they give her more to chew on. So right. she's her character is expanding. Yeah, from season that, from season one, there was like I never anticipated so many character arcs to be mm. unraveled and like enveloped uh, around the main characters. But they all did a great job of intertwining and overlapping and feeding into each other and pulling off. It was you know it was like. Uh, NC-17 Mean Girls, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing about, you know, you have a high school as a background, you can keep adding people. There's oh, yeah. more people all the time. You know, it's a lot of, will challenge your perspective about teenagers. Well, it's, it's also so specifically 
very, very like targeted ruining each other's lives or ruining your own life. It's not like a bad character and then like the whole school is just playing along. No, everyone's super aware of all these characters in their lives. Well, you know, they talk about teenage brain development. You make bad choices. Your brain is not done developing. And so we're seeing them make really bad choices and you're just going, oh. Yeah, so, so yeah. uh I am just getting back into season two of that. Uh, we'll be reporting back, and Liz and I will have a whole nother conversation. And that's on HBO. On HBO Max uh, at the end of the season. Yeah. Okay. okay. Just to circle back, oh, yeah. it is the same guy. Yeah, oh, really? I looked. Yeah. So, which is so, I mean, what, uh, it, you know, I'm aware of what the character in the show. So it's a, it's what a, a big change of what he's doing from light comedy romance in kissing booth and like real darky Ugh. dark dark bad having a bad time yeah he's involved with a love triangle with maddie and casey or uh, toxic triangles i guess the better word to put it did i just coin that a toxic triangle Ooh, i like a toxic um, triangle that's a good wow just that's a hard one to watch and you just think like god if that was my daughter or if that was my son treating somebody like that then and, he, and I think Jules is involved too. Like, there's so much. There's so much. That is, like I said, just a little warning. It is, it may take place in high school. It may have teenagers. It is a very adult show. Well, it's heavy viewing. Yes. Heavy viewing. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that brings me to my next viewing, which is a slightly lighter tone, uh, totally different vibe. Mm. Maybe not something that uh, you would pair with uh, Euphoria on the same evening. Luca. The animated feature from oh. Pixar. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> whoa! Was that like, your cal- palate cleanser? Yeah, it was like a. I do like to uh, watch, you know, animation and uh, not exactly kids show stuff because there's usually an adult layer or storytelling that's going on top of the actual, you know, character acting and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I went to school for animation, and so I've been looking at it for a long time. So I like to see how companies are working and what they're putting up on the screen. The progression that's been mm-hmm. going And we were on, just yeah. talking about uh, Pixar in one of our episodes of Huge Fans, uh, which is the, one of the other podcasts that we do. Right. So having just talked about that, I was like, I definitely got to go back and finish watching Luca and, and really like experience the rest of it. I got I gotten about halfway through when we recorded that podcast because Pixar's got a lot of stuff. Yeah, We're doing a lot of stuff. We watch a lot of stuff. So much stuff to watch. <laughs> Sometimes you have to pause. But... um. When I went back, I had had I'd gotten about halfway through, and I'd gotten through like the you know t- like preteen Goonies energy vibe of the part of it, and I, I had gone back in expecting that to kind of be the rest of it because I hadn't really looked up what the story was or what it was about, and et cetera, et cetera. So to just ride the rest of that out with the friendship and the separation, and that's what happens at teenagers, like at the beginning of teenagers, not where euphoria uh-huh. is, it's slightly aged up. Yeah. But like at that 13, 14, where your son's at, he's going to go to different schools from eighth grade to high school, and there'll be a separation, or kids will switch high schools, and, and it'll just be sure, something that happens of, where yeah. you're going to say goodbye to someone that you just, what? That's my best friend. I'm never going to not see them again. <laughs> and so like, oh... I hadn't really expected freaking Pixar to make a great movie. Of course, actually, yeah. I just didn't know what the good story was going to be. Oh, it's a good, you know, coming of age story. You got it's me It's a again. friendship journey story. Yeah. I mean, I, it had, um, you know, elements of splash in it. <laughs> S- splash you can't get me. wet. You can't get wet in that thing. Which then also could be Teen Boy related. Now, I'm... <laughs> 
<laughs> Although, <laughs> wow, you should totally be able to watch Splash with a teenage boy. I'm pretty sure that I watched it under the recommended age range back in the days. Uh, there's boobs. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's not very sexual. Because, like, I don't think she, the fish lady Mermaids are knows what's up. Yeah. And Tom Hanks is not quite in the in that mode. He's still, like... Was, I mean, that was Daryl Hannah. I think yeah. that was, like, her first big... Oh, for sure. Tom big, Hanks. Big, big movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I love Maya Rudolph as one of the voices and Jim Gaffigan. Mm, yeah. And then there's a guy from Grey's Anatomy that's in it <laughs> that just literally... I I still watch Grey's Anatomy, people! It's season... 18 or whatever the hell yeah, it is. Keep it going, crazy. keep it going. And one of those people, and they just, well, spoiler alert, I mean, but this wasn't even, I think it might have been last season. This character, I'm not going to say how, but is no longer on the show. Um, but he is seriously one of the best act, like looking actors. I mean, like drooling. And I've got, I got to remember what character do you play on? I'll remember just one second, Grey's Anatomy. But I, I'm almost like, do I remember what the hell his real name is? And someone else will be like, Liz. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, he was. I had to take a random guess. Do- at- oh, Dr. Andrew DeLuca. Oh. And, I, and I wasn't sure I was going to get it right because it's just the voice actors and I don't, I don't watch that show. So I'm like, hmm, I bet it's this guy based on your description. And of the six profile pictures, there's two doctor pictures. So I'm going with that. I don't even care if I got it right. I got it right. Yeah, he played Dr. <laughs> Andrew DeLuca. And he's a voice. Uh, of course he, I got and right. he is Italian. He would speak Italian, Grey's Anatomy. So he's one of the voices in Luca, too. So that actually made me, I was watching Luca just thinking about him. Oh, wow. Well, there you, you know. go. <laughs> All right. And yeah, that's, just, uh, oh, Sasha Baron Cohen was one of the voices, too, I remember, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were some fun voices. You know, well, Pixar gets good voices. What can I tell you? Yeah, they really do. They and really do. That's really what it's all about. Like uh, all the way back to Toy Story, you get Tom Hanks. Speaking of, and Tim Allen, you're gonna you're gonna get some viewership. And yeah. you can watch it on Disney Plus now. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Great. That. All right. All right. All right. John, do you want to go? Uh, sure. So what I've been kind of rewatching. It's a rewatch. Uh, lately. Uh, is just a you know a, a up. You know, fun thing is New Girl, um, oh. which used to be on Fox, uh, but it's been over for a couple years. And now it's pretty much on Netflix for the moment. Um, uh, there are seven seasons. I'm in the middle of the third season, I think, on this so rewatch. So did you start like right for like you started with episode one? Uh, what was I supposed to start randomly? Well, no, I, know. I episode one. <laughs> Sometimes people are like, you know, they rejoin and they're like, oh, I kind of saw the first season and a half, so I'll pick it up in the middle. No, you did like a fresh from I, the start. Yeah, I'd already seen the whole thing. Uh, so then I was wow. choosing to Did re-watch. you see it when it aired, like just it, organically as no, it was? I remember that time, uh, but no, uh, I didn't. I think I randomly caught it sometimes, but I think I only really watched it, uh, all the way through probably in the last three to four years. So kind of right after it ended or maybe, I don't know, I might have caught it sort of right after the last season or during the last season. So you did previously do a binge of it is what you're saying. I didn't say that. I've said I've watched it. <laughs> you can say whatever you like. Uh, but really, I, I, I like it because it's fun, but then it's such, I, I don't know if there's something about because I like Zoe Deschanel. She's a movie actress. And you got so many people to come in and do these hilarious one or multiple episode arcs that are super good. I watch it for the Rob people. Riggle is one of my favorite oh, yeah. arcs whenever he comes back. So good. 
I mean, you can't have two Schmitz. Um, <laughs> it also, of course, uh, Jake Johnson, I was aware of. Love him. Uh, but it, it made me love him because I didn't, I was like, ah, oh, he's just a guy. He's a comedic actor. Fine. But this was like, oh, no, I love Jake Johnson. Nick is the best. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure amazing. which he is. It, he's yeah. either Nick or Jake. Uh, he's but, Nick. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he might as well be as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, and then, you know, introduced me to the other people in the cast. Max Greenfield. So good. Schmidt, yep. obviously classic. Damon Wayans Jr. So oh, funny as coach. So, yep. Hannah Simone. Fantastic. And Lamorne Morris. Uh, I mean, all so good. And I didn't know them before the show. Um, and then you got... I mean, so then you had the later people who really got introduced, like Nassim Padrad from Saturday Night Live, mm -hmm. the parents, Jamie Lee Curtis and Rob Reiner. Oh, that's right. Those I mean, were awesome. I'll get ready. This list is astounding. So Justin Long, Lizzie Kaplan, Dermot Mulrooney, Josh Gad, oh, Carla Gugino, Olivia Munn, Dennis Farina you got before uh, sadly passed away, Brenda Song, Curtis Armstrong, Brian Posehn, Linda Cardellini, Zoe Lister-Jones, wow. Megan Fox there at the end, Peter oh, Gallagher. Wow. Steve Agee, uh, who was the homeless guy outside. I actually oh, worked with him that... before this. It's <laughs> nice. Uh, before he got his big break on Sarah Silverman's show. Where'd you work with him? Just uh, in reality on a show a long time ago. Oh. Some fun. Yeah, he not... worked in post, didn't he? Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. um, and then you also, there's a little bit of a Hollywood connection with some of these people. Because you had Eva Murray, uh, Susan Sarandon's daughter, mm. did a couple. She had a character in Schmidt's office that came around a couple times. And then the producers, Jake Kasdan, Lawrence Kasdan's son, and J.J. Philbin. I had to look that up. I was like, how many Philbins are there? <gasps> yes, that is Regis, Regis Philbin's Phil daughter. Regis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. And then the music, of oh, course, Zoe did some me. of the music. I don't have time to do a rewatch no, of you, no one no, I want to, but I want to. And then John. the music uh, was this guy, Ludwig Gorenson, who's become such a huge deal in the music industry. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like it's just all-star all the way around. Well, you forgot to. Uh-oh. I didn't forget any. There's a million. <laughs> um, and I did not know you were going to do New Girl, and I had sort of a memory that I had. So having worked with the Kardashian Jenners for quite a few years, they get asked to do things. And they got Chloe and Chris to be on an episode. And quite often, even though I primarily worked with Kendall and Kylie, Chris and I were great friends. So she said, why don't you come with me? I said, I love the new girl. Let's go. And it was an episode that they were at a party and Prince was supposed to come. So we were like, oh my God, is Prince we're going to get to see Prince. So I was like, I will go and spend all night there. I think our <laughs> call time was at like 12 midnight. And ironically, the catering was my friend Bruce's catering company. And we go and we, we, royal we, I go with Chloe and Chris and they shoot their scene. And with Schmidt, that was like, primarily it was with Schmidt. And they did it. And he improvised a lot of the scene. He was great. And everybody was very pleased. And it was like, well, where the hell is Prince? And it's like Prince was not going to show up for like another two, two and a half hours. And of course, I drove with Chris. And I was like, hey, can you just leave me here? They're like, no, you need to leave. Like, <laughs> no, they made you leave with that? Well, I mean, I, mean, yeah. I probably could have just acted like an extra in the background, whatever. But no, I did not get to see Prince on the new girl set, which would have been a bummer because, you know, not too there soon after did he pass away. But... I guess he was a huge fan of the show. Yeah, he actually apparently like contacted them and said, "I'd like to come and right 
And end up being the same episode with Chloe and Chris. That is crazy. Yeah. It must have been like a season finale situation. I don't remember, but yes, how ironic. I have a direct connection. I was there on the new girl Pink, set. Yes. Nick's reaction to Prince in that episode is like my favorite sound that he makes in the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He doesn't say anything. It's just that in the moment. Oh my gosh, it blow out all of our ears. Sorry. <laughs> all right, well, New Girl makes me want to go back and watch it. That yeah, was actually a show I watched with my husband, and we really did enjoy it, John. Well, that's why I'm watching it again. Nice. Good pull, John. Gosh, I feel like, do I have enough time to watch things again? Okay, so, um, are you watching any, well, I know you're watching other things, but that's the primary focus. I can do just one. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm pretty much going to only do one, but there's a crossover element so I just started watching The Gilded Age, which um, is a show by Julian Fellows, who some of you might know from Downton Abbey. Of course, of course. Um, now, this is a show that's on HBO. It's on my DVR right yes, now. Which, of course, HBO Max, you could probably just stream Yeah, I think you could go been, in and yeah. do a watch now. I mean, I think of that's how I actually watched the first episode. And... Um, it takes place in basically the early days of America, like the the Gilded Age is what they call it. And it's like the 1800s, late 1800s. And it's really a battle of old and new money in New York City. Sure. And then even generational. And Christine Baranski is one of the old school yeah, at I've trying some to keep the party for it, line. And she's oh, really great. She is, yeah. She kind of is playing the role of like, you know, Maggie Smith in Downton Abbey that had all the great lines. I mean, there are just gems and she is chewing up the scenery. It is so <laughs> good for awesome. her. Yeah. And then, you know, Carrie Coon, this is actress, she plays Bertha which I think is a real unfortunate name. Like, Julian, the character's name is Bertha. Like, that's, that's rude. I just went, really? I mean, we, we know the name because people used to have it. I know. It's, and, it was an act appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she is sort of the new money, her and her husband. And that is where a lot of the clash. And they are now neighbors across the street from each other. So fantastic already. Now, what I was going to say is sort of the crossover is Cynthia Nixon. Oh, no. What? She, she plays a spinster sister in it. And it's just like one of those things where I am still trying to get through. And just like that. And just like that. So can I just mm-hmm. quantify this? Because I don't think I'm going to watch the period piece. And I don't what? think it's I'm going to so watch good. the new Sex in the City. Okay. It's cool on both counts. That's why you're watching it for uh-huh. our fans. Okay. You said spinster, so she's still single in the city? Jesus Christ, not- it's fucking a tragedy <laughs> with her. Oh, my God. Ed, it's in New York, too. So, like, oh my- is this a crossover Wait. with what we do in the shadows? Because she's Or is she in Ghosts, also? She's in Ghosts, and so, like, a hundred years later, she's in, and... J- Where like, is this character from? We're just trying like to this. figure it out. Oh, my God. Cynthia Nixon is single in the city. <laughs> Like, well, technically, in, she is in just like that, she's married. I mean, there's Not, some shit going on. I don't but yeah, to... I mean, uh-huh. And I will say this about it. I know there's been a lot of press about it, and people are calling it cringe-watching. And just like that, you mean? Just like mm-hmm. that, which is the... It's not a spinoff. It's a continuation of Sex and the City, yeah. but they're not calling it Sex and the City, which is interesting. Well, they're married, so that's right. Well, I think oh. they wanted to. I think they wanted to but continue you. the show, but change the brand a, a little bit. Yeah, like you know, I don't. I guess I don't. I well, so it's called and just like that, and that is on HBO Max. So these are both HBO shows. God, Cynthia Nixon, what is happening? <laughs> And her character is, people are having a very big reaction to her in Just Like That. So I am hoping the Gilded Age 
people will have a very positive reaction to her character. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm cringe watching it because listen, anything with Sex and the City, I will watch. There are elements I'm always going to love. I'm always going to be vested in it. So even if it's driving me insane, it gives me something to talk about on my walk with our sister Rosemary in the morning. We should do a separate episode that's the four she sisters talking about it. She will lose her shield on yeah, it because so she has a lot of opinions. We yeah. have two. There's two other sisters. Rosemary why don't we do a Patreon? You know why? That's a great there idea. Because here's the deal. I will say this. For what we're watching, we're always pretty much going to focus on shows that we love and really recommend and think you should watch. We're not here to hate on anybody. But on a Patreon, maybe we will. So <laughs> yeah, I think that's that might that might be exactly what's going to happen. Some opinion yeah. on the Patreon. Yes, exactly. So Cynthia Nixon's having this moment. So I'm watching the Gilded Age. On well, she's also directing. Oh, I could, save, it for, the, save, it, save it for the Patreon. Save it the for episode okay, that okay. she directed. Was, no, don't even. Anyways, just, we're so done, yeah. but mm-hmm. the Gilded Age is just sumptuous. The costumes, the sets, the the sexuality that you know they're all very high collar but it's all gonna come tearing off at some point so i cannot wait so i'm totally in it i love julian fells you also have which we all grew up on the pbs shows that kind of upstairs downstairs vibe sure where you see the lower levels and their strife and all their challenges and the upper level and all i mean that's so what he did in downton abbey that yes that's not that was oh wait that was the whole thing <laughs> yeah so exactly he's literally put down Nabby in New York in the eight to late which is 1800s. interesting because uh, I want to say Elizabeth Perkins character the wife like came from New York and she had a bunch of money and she was the new money who came well, over I'm, so he already knew that whole area so he's just like pulling from a different storyline are the same they're not they're dropping week to week so. Interesting. You can maybe there's something. There's a tie in there, because Mm. if you look at the the guest stars that are coming up, you're like, damn, I'm excited. Like Gene Triplehorn, you know. Um, So there's like um, Deborah Monk. Oh, I love her. Donna Murphy. I mean, you know, they're stacking them with fabulous female characters. So I'm very excited. I love it. Cynthia Nixon should have redemption on the Gilded Age, and we'll talk (laughs) about her her downfall on it just like that. So that's what I've been watching. Well, please. I mean, I could. We're, I'm watching tons of stuff, but that's what I brought to the table. My Cynthia Nixon crossover on HBO. Good. That was good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the we can't talk about everything that we are currently watching because that would be insane. We'd be so, here every single day. Yeah. So we're going to break it up. Unless, of course, that's what the viewers want or the listeners. Yeah. Just <laughs> let us know. We'll be happily do this multiple times a week. Uh, you can actually make recommendations to us. Oh, yeah. And if we are watching it, we'll talk about it. And if not, we'll put it in the hopper and s- we'll put somebody on it. Yes, yes, yes. All we right. We kind of watch anything and everything. Well, it's also nice. Oh, especially if it's got zombies, Catherine. Stop it. Um, <laughs> well, it's also nice because since there's four of us, everybody watches a little bit different thing. I mean, we also will end up watching a lot of the same mm-hmm. things, but people have different things that they like. So. But I'm like you. I have the, the circumstance of where I watch things with my husband, I watch things alone. Obviously, I watch things with my son. The most irritating thing is when I'm watching something alone and my husband walks in and starts to get in on it. And then and he then, wants you to start over. Not only start over, but then, like, I can't watch it with him. And really now I, like, hide a show. Like, Yeah, it's, it is it is hard when you want to watch with somebody because I love to talk to people about the show. So I really want Oh, I like to talk during the show, which she can't handle well, either. that's so. also, I, that's a problem I have. Um, my husband doesn't mind that much. We just pause it. We're yeah. like, wait, hold on. What about this? Anyway. I mean, um, I'm 
secretly watching the new Netflix show with Kristen Bell, The Woman in the House that Across the Street, or the crazy long-ass title. Sure. Because I... I know he would like come in right at the moment there's like some hot love scene. He'd be like, what is this? No, I'm like, get, get out. out. It's my so show. So you're setting him up? I don't. No, I, John, I really do watch that one like late night so he can't watch it. There are other ones I'm like, ooh, don't walk so. in. But no, that's one I really like, don't walk in. <laughs> he's watching just like that with me. And he's like oh, all invested. No. He's what? like all irritated. Nope, I won't go into it. I'll save it. All yeah. right. Okay. All right. Well, that's, uh, that is it for today. And uh, we thank you all for listening. So we should do a little roundtable again. Once again, you were watching. Oh, I was watching um, Abbott Elementary and Ghosts. Yes. And I was watching Euphoria and I watched Luca. Nice. I was watching New Girl. Yeah, we all know. We remember <laughs> that. So the, it, the newest. It, what, we're, this this the, is what we're doing on purpose. The oldest show we reviewed tonight was The New Girl. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. It's still the 21st century. Yeah. I, the Gilded Age and just like that. And we'll bring our sister uh, Rosemary in for a Patreon uh, to I talk think about Virginia's just like that. watching it too. We could, oh, if we God. can get her in here, we could do Maybe all get all the sisters in. Okay, Oof. great. Okay, so... That's it. So thank you for listening. And remember to like, subscribe, recommend to your family and friends. And you comment have... and follow us on all of our socials. Yep. Thanks all for that. listening. Thanks for listening. This, this is, is What We Are, are Watching. watching.